0: That shit. Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation on Live daily.tv, sponsored by the Georgia Hemp Company this week. Um, and you know it's crazy, right before we got to the show, we was having a great conversation about fried chicken. And um, I'm going to give you all this little tip. You don't want your house to smell like fried chicken, use fresh grease. We, as a people, have a tendency to reuse grease. Let's stop doing that. Even though, I'm, I, let me tell you something, I was the biggest culprit of that. Like, it, You'd have to burn it to the bottom. Grease would have to be done When I'd be like Alright we done now <laughs> We done now Just pour it out We done now But like I say Higher high level of conversation We rack at it with my boy Rashad Rashad and Faded 8 What's up with you boy? How y'all
1: doing man? How y'all feeling out there?
0: I'm feeling good bro You know what? You, good, you're, you're a testimony You're a testimony To the shooting your shot What when, do you mean? When I mean this man After you had left the show Because I remember When you came up for the show One time He was kicking it with us You had yep. to set it up you, had to, you smoked us out It was good I remember right before you left you had hit me with the first message of "I need to be on the show," and I was like, "I, right, right, I like, I like, dude, I like, me feel like I'll work it out." Hit me again, yo! You got a slot for me, bro? I was like, all right, chill, dog. I got you, I got you, I got you." Yo, dog, you got a spot for me, bro? I got you, dog. I got you, I got you, I got you. But you know why I was I was pump I was pumping for a little bit. It was okay. the event, and I was like, I really don't want to. I don't know how to do the event and not. I didn't want to put people out there out there like that. But I figured again, you got so many other things under the under your umbrella that we could chop up about absolutely, and the event absolutely. and the event that it would make sense. Absolutely. And the minute I had a spot open, the first person I hit was a dude who hit me three times. It was like, yo, I yeah, wanna be so, on the show.
1: <laughs> okay, so so for a little defense on my behalf. Now, what, yo, I Absolutely he's absolutely, he's absolutely I applauded right, yo. Yeah. He's absolutely right. I I mean this is just one more story that <laughs> somebody can tell that I am aggressive on the things that I want. And from the experience that I had when I was first here, mm-hmm. it just was more so like, oh, this is something that it's, it's a great platform to use Appreciate. and to you know speak with all different types of people, not just people of cannabis, but yeah. just people who are into podcasts in general. So it was just interesting to to see it, to see that it was black owned, and it just made me feel like I need to do something with it. So. I personally don't have anybody who works with me with my communication. Um, unfortunately, I am not able to hire anybody right now. But trust me, that is definitely something I'm trying to budget out next year. For sure. <laughs> so when I do reach out to people, I do come off a tad bit aggressive. And sometimes it, I actually get a lot of like negative feedback from that. I can believe but then it. then I actually get people like you who say, hey, look, man. We got you we got that spot you gonna take it or leave it and I'm actually like you know what yes I'm <laughs> take and I humbly appreciate it so so thank you for actually allowing me to come on
0: no doubt it. no doubt shot like I say man you got a lot of things under the pipeline the event is definitely one of the big ones we want to talk about but before we get into that let us know who you are like who is Rashad hi
1: everyone my name is Rashad I am actually the owner of a creative agency called private studios yep. and housing under private studios is my cannabis merchandise company and that is called a faded eight as of right now we currently produce smoke merchandise which do include t-shirts uh, glass tips we are working on a negotiation with rolling papers which is another thing i wanted to discuss okay um we are actually going to be able to license and be able to use that camo pattern um i'm dealing with a lot of heat Behind that, I believe it, um, and not, and actually not from a the ape at all. Who are you do? You more so, you're more so uh, I would say, fashion heads and people who work in who who work or live and die fashion. Yeah, I get a lot of feedback because it's not what people would believe is original, mm-hmm. and I see everyone's point of view on that, and I'm not denying it at all. However, there is a method behind the madness, and it's something that I don't want to explain. I really want people to just. Question and come to events and see it for themselves and experience it, mm-hmm. and that goes into my event. My event is called "Planet of the Fade," which basically <laughs> it's an event of a faded ape. It, it. My goal is to give everyone an experience that they're leaving with something, whether they're leaving with. An idea, whether they're living with some sort of creativity, and also I'm going to be helping people get educated on the cannabis industry Mm -hmm. and get educated on how to get their medical cards here in Georgia, Mm -hmm. because that's something that a lot of people don't know is actually, you know, accessible to all of us as of today, as of now.
0: Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, we jumped into it. You know, private studios is is the creative branch of everything. But the thing we're here to really, really, really speak about is um, is the party this, this this Friday. So you mentioned a little bit about it. You say it's going to be a, it's going to have an educational component to it. It's going to have clearly a THC component to it.
1: Yes. Okay. So the, the one that's Friday is technically not my event. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So it's fine. That's no, fine. It's okay. Um, my event is August twenty fourth. Okay. August and it's 24th. actually going to be a daytime event. It will, there, will be, uh, T, uh, there will be an education in between TAC and CBD, and there will be different types of uh, exotic merchandise for people to come and check out and look at um, an experience for the first time mm. as well. Um, I think when it comes to purchasing cannabis in today's age, it's actually a lot different than what it was 10 years ago. Mm. Um, now you can get what you want. And what you need, and Georgia is going to be one of those next states to get legalized. So it's important to start educating people ahead of time when you're, you know, experiencing when you're purchasing cannabis at a dispensary that you can get exactly what you're asking for mm-hmm. or the, the the medicine that you need for yourself
0: of course of course you know and that the biggest change right now when it does come to cannabis is that part you know i'm no longer buying my weed from somebody off the street you know what i mean for the most part you're buying it from somebody who has who has flavors you have you're buying it from somebody who has who has various different strains you haven't mm-hmm. buying it from somebody who has a good understanding of how to store it you're doing a lot of things now you know what i mean so all that's all that's slightly different and is that's <coughs> And all of that's slightly different. Um, speak to us again when it comes to the event. What makes it what makes your event unique from some of the other ones we see pop up around the area?
1: My event is actually going to be a lo-fi hip-hop event, which okay. is something that I don't think a lot of people in Atlanta who lived here mm-hmm. for about 5 to 10 years know that we're actually the hub for lo-fi hip-hop um what atlanta yeah oh hell yeah yeah yeah. we're actually shout we're, out to yeah. father in them man <laughs> yeah you know, yeah and, definitely and, you man. know controllerize yeah oh yeah, controllerize. shout out mike sick controller yeah man, yeah, that, yeah I'm, I'm a huge fan of them um i didn't actually true story i didn't hear about controllerize until i was in colorado i was i was high boxing with my boys out in colorado <laughs> and long story short they we was playing lo-fi hip But we was going back and forth from different songs different beats and they brought it, up, it. was like, Yo, so have you gone to any of the shows? And I said, Nah, you know, I am never out west to go. And they're like, What are you talking about? And it's right there in Atlanta. And I'm like it, it was it was it was interesting, long story short. It was that's very what, interesting.
0: That's what's up. So, so it's gonna be a lo fi experience as well?
1: So it's gonna have we're gonna have lo fi hip hop, We're okay. gonna have a tad bit of retro video games. It's not gonna be as big as controllerized, but we will have a little gaming space for people. And the environment i think that when people get into the room in the space um i took a lot of time personally took a lot of time with the uh decoration um to give everyone an experience i wanted people to walk in and see and feel like they're somewhere else that they went to another place
0: mm-hmm. makes sense makes sense man so um That's what it is. The event's going to be August twenty fourth. What's it looking like? What's the reception been like so far from some of the people who who you've told about it? Like, have they been like, yo? It's been they've been geeked up. They geeked up for it. I've
1: gotten a lot of great feedback. Actually, I was really nervous about that because of the cross of the communities that I was trying to cross. Yeah, I was nervous, but to me, I felt like the two just go hand in hand. I mean, that type of music and that type of energy that that crowd brings out and. To me I believe that cannabis is a uniter of all people, mm-hmm. no matter what race or gender or age you are. Yeah. So it brings out a good group of people, period. So just to give people a safe environment to be able to see other people and interested into the same things that they are, yeah. with good music and good vibes, that's my whole goal and mission behind my event.
0: Word, man. Yo, so we, we definitely know that you're a cannabis consumer. When was the first time that you consumed?
1: until I was an adult. I was 20 I was 21.
0: Bro, can I dap you up on that? Yo, I everybody on this show be coming 21. through and they be um, smoking when they be 10
1: and 12. Um, you know what I mean? Like I ain't until yeah, I was um, 21 either. Like No, um I grew up I grew up around it. Um I grew up around it. It was something that that was in my life from my teenage years to uh, as an adult. Okay. So, as I started seeing it it didn't. I really didn't have an interest. I didn't have an interest into it. it. It wasn't until I got out of high school, was actually homeless living on the streets here in Atlanta, and was dealing with reality fresh out of high school with no support, no nothing, and trying to figure life out. And I was with my brother, and, we, and I, I had broke down one day and just told him, like, oh, I'm going through this, that, and the third. And he just looked at me and was like, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to do, but he was like, hit this <laughs> and um, it was actually a joint too true story it was a joint and like i'm like literally like boohoo like like snot on lip like crying and you know i'm like i'm like i don't know what to do with my life for real and he's like yo like you just need to hit this like he's, he's like i don't have advice for you like he just was being like you know he's, he swear. was a great friend and so,
0: <laughs> there's a doorbell we need to so ring sometimes up, and just say, nigga. Yeah. Like, so, nigga shit, man.
1: So, I ended up, I mean, I gave in. It didn't take much for me to give in. <laughs> um, I, I tried it, it was cool. I didn't really have that first experience, like most people you see in the movies where they cough and choke and like everything starts. I didn't have that experience. It took, I take it, I really took like by the third joint that I realized that I was high. Oh, so y'all went in. So yeah, we talking about the third yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> and I started... Tr- and I re- and yes, I do remember my first strain. My first strain was Granddaddy Purp. And it was the real one. It was a real Granddaddy Purp. It was purple. It was one of the first purples strains I've ever seen. This was 2000... I'm telling my age, but this was 2011. Oh, no, you can go ahead, man. This 2011. Granddaddy Purp was I saw, the shit. I, that was, I saw... He had a... Probably, like... He had enough
0: mm-hmm.
1: of it. And, um... We sat back and we—he we, and we he went to Morehouse at that time. I was literally sleeping on his dorm floor. Oh, that's how bad my life was at the that time. That's crazy. So it went, I went from there to now doing everything that I do now over that time span.
0: Have you ever thought about why you consume, like whether it's an anxiety oh, issue I, or creative? Yeah, I,
1: can, I can definitely. Comp- that's it's it's anxiety. Um, my uh, being ADHD. Okay. And having hyper thought and being hypersensitive. So, in other words, my thought process, the, the way that my brain processes thoughts, is faster than what I'm either saying or doing. So, most times, to most people, I come off irritable or aggressive. Coming to time, <laughs> It's because that I know what I want, and I and I, I think of multiple ways to to achieve just one thing. It's something I really can't control. Okay. So, cannabis allows me to keep that in line and keeps that control that's
0: what's up so, man that's what's up well uh what was your worst experience being high
1: um i would say not having money and not being able to buy food oh but that's you was but you, but you still ever. was high <laughs> yeah but that's the worst experience ever i really had that's where cool. i was where i had to that's when that's when i, I realized like okay I might be abusing in this situation when I'm, when you realizing that you are balancing out that you have to have this in order to do something. When you don't have a true medical condition physically, at some point you have to be you know, responsible yeah. for your actions.
0: Well, I, well, you did have a medical condition. I mean, if you suffer from ADHD, that is a medical condition, and I see what you're saying because if. If I was an older person and I was talking to you, I'd be like, "Yeah, you ain't got no medical condition, meaning like mm-hmm. you ain't got no broke leg and you don't need no pain medicine." But you actually do. Like if you're an ADHD person, like you say, it helps you kind of straighten things out where everything else might be kind of wavy in, 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 in your head. That's a needed thing. I mean, much better than popping Ritalin all day. The-
1: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Adderall and Ritalin. I've I've done therapy, I still do therapy. I've done all those things, and it's not really worth it. You lose your appetite. You lose really more of your personality. And I actually have a very bright. Brightening personality. Yeah. So, growing up when I when I was subscribed those things, I didn't like it in school. I didn't like how it made me feel in school. I mean, I, I mean I did I did great in school though. I graduated high school and everything. I graduated in high school without um, ADHD medicine actually. Okay. So and I, I I worked really hard to get to that point to be able to do it, but I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah it it's interesting as an adult now to consume it and then think back on your life and say, wow, like if this was, if I, if I was able to get this prescribed to me or if I was able to, cons- you know, consume sativas, you know, edibly without having to worry about smoking it because I'm a certain of age, it really probably would have made a difference in my earlier Word. experiences in my childhood That's or early true. teenager years. That's but I didn't, you know, unfortunately we didn't have the opportunity, which is, why we're here and we're trying to make sure that we're you know fighting for that so that other generations will be able to have that opportunity or that choice rather
0: well bro i'm glad you you found that out about yourself and you learned that through the through the plan um before we fade out of here man i know let us know or let people know how they can get involved in the event how they can actually how they could actually you know saying get in because i know it's a private situation i know Mm -hmm. you're not trying to let everybody in the world in the building
1: so, as of right now, I really haven't put too much information out there, which is also why I haven't said too much in the interview as well. But yeah. on the 1st, all the more details will be announced on my IG. As of right now, I'm currently just running my communications through my IG. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my website that's going to be dropping on the 24th with the with the event. Congratulations. So, you guys will actually be able to see all the merchandise that I've been planning and working on for the past like year or two. And... The link for tickets is in my bio on my IG. My IG is private underscore studios. Again, it's private uh, It's underscore then studios. You'll be able to get your tickets there. If you want to be a vendor, if you want to take part or be a sponsorship, you can always DM me or you can email me. All the links are on my IG as well. Solid.
0: Appreciate you coming through. You going to kick it with us for a second,
1: man? Yeah, I got a little time. All right, that's what it is. Yeah, Finish you still ain't yet. finished that. It's Just been yeah, burning, man. I don't know if that other one went around
0: yet. <laughs> then that's Cash Color Camp. It's a high level of conversation on Live Hip Hop